What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Okay, my beautiful friends, good vach, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good vach. Last week, I told you a story, or maybe two weeks ago, I don't remember, I told you a story about my great-great-grandfather on my mother's side. Uh, permit me to tell you a story about my grandfather on my father's side. It's basically a story about my father and also my grandfather. And, um, you know, one of the things my father taught my brother and me and my sister, but Bokshem had a little taste for my father. I never seen a person who gives his father so much covet, so much honor, and who's just melting away and glorifying his father and his family. So this is one of the stories my father told me maybe a thousand times. At the end of the First World War, my father became a rabbi. And it's a long, long story about the synagogue, about my father was his first position, but maybe another time. It was just about the end of 1918, and Germany is losing the war. And obviously at that time we didn't even know who they were yet. It took us a little while to get to it. But they took everybody to the war. With feet, without feet, with hands, without hands, with eyes, without eyes. They didn't care. And they called it Kanonenfutter. That means they just need people to be killed there, just to lie around there. One morning my father receives a letter from a little Jew, a Yidele, Moishele, the matzah baker from Berlin. And he writes to my father, this was in the winter, that my father should please go to this general who is in charge of the forefront in France and tell him to please give Moishele freedom. He has to come home to Berlin to bake matzahs because if he doesn't make matzahs, Berlin will be without matzahs. Now, my beautiful friends, just think of it. Germany is losing the war and they don't care. I mean, they don't care for anything anyway in the first place. But this time, they definitely don't care. So my father will go to the general and tell him Moishele has to come back to bake matzahs. I mean, this is not even a joke. It's not even ridiculous. It's beyond. My father's reading the letter, and my father's first reaction was, like any normal human being, I'm even ashamed to ask the general for this. I can't. But then, you know, my father had so much Amunah in God. He believed so much in the way the Rebbe was leading the world. My father didn't write the letter. He received the letter. It's a question of human life. Forget about the matzahs. Just to get Moishele out from the forefront. So my father says, let's give it a try. <coughs> my father goes the next morning to this palace where this general had his office. And let me tell you, it was three blocks long, a line. People, fathers, mothers, wives, children, going to beg the general to release their father who, or their brother, whoever it is. Hopeless. 
You know, I want you to know, I had the privilege to see my father for a few years, but I never seen him without a safer. So my father told me he took off his phone with him anyway, and he was leaning against the wall and began to learn what should he do. My father realized this is a long story here, might have to come back for a whole week. While he's still sitting there and learning, standing, leaning on the wall, the bodyguards of the general come and they give out numbers and they take names. And my father gives them his card, Rabbi Kalbach. And here, friends, open your hearts. Because there is one God in the world, there is one God who performs miracles all the time. The Two minutes later, they're back. And with so much utmost, deepest respect, they say to my father, the general is begging you to please come and see him. You have to realize, it's a war. A general in Germany is the highest position. Life and death is in his hands. My father comes into the general, and the general, like with the deepest respect, shakes my father's hand and he says, are you by any chance a son of the great Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach? And my father says, yes, my father. He says, whatever you ask is already fulfilled. Unbelievable. <laughs> Beyond my father's wildest dreams, my father says, even to get Moishele the matzah baker from the forefront, the general says, show me the letter. He reads the letter, gets the number of Moishele. My father standing there, he calls up the forefront over the phone. He says, this is an order. The next train leaves in one hour back to Berlin. Moishele is on the train. Okay. Come on, in the meantime, my father saved his life. Then the general says to my father, I guess you'd like to know how I know your father. And here I have to interrupt myself, my beautiful friends, and, and tell you another story. You know, in, at the turn of the century, hundreds, hundreds of young people left Germany to go to America, and some of them even got very, very wealthy and rich. But there was one sad, there was one sad but some of them never wrote their parents again. Some of them just started their life all over again. In the meantime, those parents got older, older. And never, besides being broken that they never heard from their children again, nobody was taking care of them. Because at that time, there was no such a thing as the Moshe of Scanning. There was no such a thing as taking care of older people. So Mazedi decided to open a house for all those Nebuch broken old people who nobody is taking care of. But for that you need a lot of money. So Mazedi thought, let's find somebody who is really, really rich and has never given anything real stocker-wise, anything real good. So my grandfather found out that the banker of the German Kaiser is basically a Jew, a Jew who has absolutely no connection to anything Jewish, and between you and me, he never converted, he never, so to speak, officially converted to become a Protestant or Catholic, because somehow the Kaiser never asked him. Because if the Kaiser would have asked him, everybody knows. I mean, how can you say no to a German Kaiser, right? So I just didn't ask him. I guess it didn't bother him. 
In the meantime, he was not a Jew and not a Goy. Mazel tov. So my grandfather thought, let's ask him, maybe one time in his life he wants to do something for his own people. But it was clear to my grandfather that he really is not so much interested in being Jewish. It's the same story, my grandfather takes some Sforum with him, comes to Berlin, goes to the palace of this of this uh, baron, I forgot his last name, Card. And my grandfather was prepared to sit there maybe for a day, for two days, who knows, until he'll give him permission to see him. And here, open your hearts again. Friends, we never know. We never know who is a Jew and who is not. We don't know. Absolutely instantly, the baron comes out and takes my grandfather's hand between his two hands and kisses my grandfather's hand. And he says, Rabbi Kalbach, you're the answer to my prayer. I want you to know I'm a Jew, but sadly enough, I have no contact with anything Jewish. But above all, my whole life, I never spoke to a rabbi. And he says, Robert Kalbach, I want you to know, last night I was up all night, crying before God. I'm already an old man. Please, one time in my life, let me meet a rabbi to whom I can pour out my heart. And this morning you're here. Unbelievable. It goes without saying that the baron became my grandfather's biggest chosset. It goes without saying that he built the most unbelievably beautiful Moshe of Skanim. Sad enough, I never seen it because during the war the Russians took over first the Nazis and the Germans and the Russians and I think the Russians made a stable for horses out of it. So it's completely destroyed. And um, because of my grandfather, I, I will not say that he kept Chabas or anything, but he was mamish. His heart and his soul was into being a Jew. And I'm sure if my grandfather would have met him a few years before, he would have made a very religious Jew out of him. But the saddest thing is, he was an old man. And a few months later, my grandfather gets a call from the son of this baron. And he says to my grandfather, I have sad news for you. My father passed away last night. But he says, you know, my father was psychic. My father had a little prophecy. <coughs> this morning we found on his desk a letter. Obviously he felt his time is up. There was a letter on his desk saying, I have one last request. The only, only, only person who should deliver the eulogy is Rabbi Kalbach. And if Rabbi Kalbach can't come, then nobody should come. I don't know if I would handle it this way, but my holy grandfather was mamish, very, very, very into it. He says to the baron, I'll tell you something, if I deliver the eulogy, there can't be any flowers. Because we Jewish people, we don't make a funeral with flowers. The son of the baron says, this my dear Rabbi Kalbach, this can't be, because a German Kaiser is coming, the Tsar of Russia is coming, and most probably even, even the brother of the king of England, because his baron, 
He was a banker. He's, he was keeping the economy of all of Europe. And they all are coming with flowers. I cannot, I just cannot insult them. You know my holy grandfather, you know what he told him? He said to the son of the man, let me tell you something. Maybe you, sad enough, don't respect your own religion so much. But I'm sure if you would tell the son of the German Kaiser, the Kron Prince, that in our religion we don't have flowers, they'll be overjoyed to do what our religion tells. Two minutes later he calls up and he says, the son of the Kaiser, the Kron Prince, was touched. He didn't even believe that we have any connection to religion anymore. He says, if your rabbi tells you there should be no flowers, we all understand, we will not bring the flowers to the funeral. Okay, so my grandfather delivered the eulogy, and uh, obviously the general was at that funeral. And my friends, we're having a little break here, and not to break your heart or my heart, but just to say some good words. Because he didn't need Panosa also, friends. And uh, we'll be right back. So, to come back to the general. The general says to my father, I want you to know that I had the privilege to be at the funeral of the baron. And friends, you have to open your heart between here and the coming of Mashiach. This is unbelievable. The general says to my father, I want you to know that a German general is not a human being. We are dead inside. He says, you know something? You could kill the whole world in front of me and it wouldn't bother me. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in human beings. Me crying? He says, a German general crying? Ha, that can't be. A German general praying? You must be joking. My father told me that General took my father's hand again. He was holding him very tight. He says, Robert Kalbach, I want you to know. Those 15 minutes when I heard your father speaking, I want you to know for 15 minutes I was a human being. For 15 minutes I believed in God with all my heart. I believed in life is on my heart. It was the only time in my life I poured out my heart before God and I prayed so much. And you won't believe it. I cried like a baby. So for your father, for your father's son, anything in the world. And you know, this story has so much meaning to me. Hopefully to you too. You know what that means? There are some tzaddikim, there are some holy people who can get through to German general. Because we're always thinking, when Mashiach is coming, how will he get through to the world? There are tzaddikim who know how to do it. There is hope for the world. You know, whenever people come and tell me, yeah, face it, certain people are hopeless. What do I know? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.